We have an office obviously around the neck area. These two retired Vegas cops now podcast hosts. They don't have ID, they can't get into a hotel room. To, to get them the help they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. What you guys have going on is necessary, it's needed. Welcome to the Problem Solvers Show. We're here every Thursday at 4.30. I will be the host today. So it's a no-holds-barred date because Colmeyer's not here. Uh, we have a special guest on the show today, an actress and stunt woman. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say her first name, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Adriana? Andriana. 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 Last name? Garbiso. All right, we're going to get into that. We're excited to hear about what films you're in. That's why I didn't ask you anything before this podcast, because I'm so interested in what you did. I want to be an actor. I just can't memorize lines. <laughs> and then to my right is my co-host. We call her Mrs. G. No. Mr. G? Dr. G. Oh, Dr. G. <laughs> oh, my That's right. God, Dr. Dave. G. Gen T. I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh, Dave. Oh, sorry. I just called you Dave. <laughs> oh, shit. Danny. That's sorry, right. Danny. And I made the name up, too. I made the name up. And then we have our uh, psychic medium celebrity psychic, Laura Powers. Hey, good to be here as always. <laughs> okay, before we get into our guest, we're going to have her opinion on this, too. We've been covering the Moscow, Idaho murders. And a lot of things came up. It, it hit the one-month anniversary, and they still don't have a suspect, as I think. As a former officer, mm -hmm. I don't see any search warrants being served. I don't see search warrants on houses. I don't see search warrants on phones or computers. To me, they don't have a suspect, because when you get a suspect, you start doing search warrants. Is it going to be one of say, those unsolved crimes, you think? I'm really hoping not. The FBI said they got 6,000 tips. 6,000 thousand mm. uh the biggest tip they're going on right now is they have a white hyundai elantra that they're looking for uh that that seems like the big tip they have yeah. and i guess at 3:45 in the morning they saw this vehicle flying by a gas station and they believe the murders i believe happened between 3 and 4 a.m mm, interesting so that's what they're looking for right now white hyundai elantra right um uh, i thought i would ask laura today laura did uh oh. Show us, uh, I think you said, what, an SUV and a black truck you felt. I felt like either or maybe both a uh, black SUV, a black truck, and then I saw um, a man, I think Caucasian, um, a bit heavy set with dark hair and a beard. So I did see that. Again, I'm not sure that's the suspect or maybe just someone of interest somehow in the case. Um, and then I'm getting some additional information okay. you'd like me to share. Yeah, it's, share it. Uh, Probably not surprising, but it does feel like it's a man um, that that did these murders. And um, I am getting that it's someone that they know, like it doesn't feel like a complete stranger. So okay. I think that's in the line with what they probably are thinking right. in terms of you know law enforcement. But I am getting that confirmation psychically. But how about that whole, um, there may be one, more than one. Yeah. Are you feeling right. that? I feel that... There may be someone else who kind of helped with getting away. That's a that feels possible. I feel one main person actually did, you know, the, the mm, deeds, right? Okay. Or most of the deeds, anyway. Right. Yeah, and I feel jealousy and anger, so it feels targeted for like a, a personal reason. Right. Um, do you think maybe. it's a Do you think it's a, a younger kid, a younger person? I should say, not a kid. Yeah, but a person. It, it doesn't seem like it's an older. Person, right. right, like someone college age or perhaps a bit young, a bit older. Excuse me. Okay, so you're looking at a white male, a little chunky, right? Well, I'm Beard. not sure that image that I saw is the main guy or okay. just somehow involved. Somehow involved. Um, but yeah, but in terms of, uh, I'm not getting an, a visual impression right now. It's just information that I'm getting. Okay. Okay. Do you and and if you don't know, I mean, take your time. Do you think the Do you think the police have a suspect, or do you think they're like they're holding out. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's so mm -hmm. far. But a lot of people, I did a poll, yeah. and a lot of people don't think they have a suspect. I, I don't. I personally don't think they do. I don't think they have, like, a particular person that they think is the the, the guy or, or, you know, the, the killer. But it does feel like they have people of interest that they're checking out. Questioning. Yeah. 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 It, hmm. It's just such a sad case. I mean, yeah. I mean, did you, have you heard about it? No, I haven't heard about it. Really? There's oh, my gosh. So 
much. You're not. Oh, you're sorry. You're not following Danny then. <laughs> I, she's I never been Instagram. on TikTok. Oh. She said she's never, never been, been on TikTok. TikTok. We, we, we should Instagram. we should talk about TikTok today as well. Actually, you know, if we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah I follow his Instagram. Yeah. I'm not out of the loop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have many followers on Instagram, but it's funny. Now that I started posting my TikTok videos on Instagram, now I'm starting to get followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden, now I got followers on Instagram. I never had. Well, Danny, you better focus on IG. I'm telling you. Yeah, things I are gonna Things are about to crash with TikTok. Nah, they're not. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they're. We, Listen they're to my Republican a, friends out there. They're putting a ban. Listen to my Republican friends out there. I promise you, China does not care if you look at dog videos on TikTok. <laughs> All right, that is just a criminal. I mean, criminal. Mm -hmm. Just a conspiracy. Uh -huh, sure. <laughs> China could care less if you have dogs or cats so, on your videos. So our government, our government, putting a ban possibly on TikTok. You don't think there's some interest in national security at all? Huh? All right, let me ask you this, John T. Oh, okay? sorry, we got off course. <laughs> Listen, just just let me get asked you this, okay? okay. How is China going to do anything with our information? Because I have all your information ready. I yeah. could Google your name yeah. and I could find everything out about you. Mm -hmm. So what is the matter if China has it? It doesn't. Know. Propaganda, right? I mean, come on. Cyber no. war. Government, I, I, cyber, everything, right? The well, world has been since, battling since the beginning of time. Since I the mean, beginning of TikTok, though, it's been banned on government devices. Well, yes. that makes sense. And India banned it as well in 2020, actually, yeah, two years ago. Yes. Okay. What would be the UK is concerned as well. So let I me know. What's the problem? There's something what, we What could know. happen on TikTok? The Communist Party has uh, has uh, ownership now. Actually, now when when Trump took it over, I mean when Trump was in uh, you know in office, he told them, okay, you have 45 days to sell this to an American company, right? Because of the security risk. But you know he got out of office, so obviously that didn't. I, I just fruition. listen. There's it, a lot more stuff that we don't know, Danny. But listen, no. let, let me tell you something. It the propaganda on our news stations is horrible. If you're yeah, Democrat, CNN's thing. propaganding yeah. you. If you're Republican, yeah. Fox News is propaganding okay, you. Okay, see, you're saying it's that, all propaganda. So you're, There's you're, no way TikTok stealing anything yeah, but from you America. Agree. No way. You agree that what we're doing on our land is very similar. So why wouldn't another country that could be a threat to our country do the same thing? But, but then we should just they ban do? our own news as well. Yes, that's the case. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why we have this conflict, no? Yeah. Here we have the same conflict here. I in, just, in countries like China now, because it's communism, they do ban all that stuff. They regulate everything, right? You can't say, you can't do whatever. So, you know. so you want yeah. our country to be like that? I'm, our no. country's going to say, what? hey, Danny Miner can't go on TikTok. No. I make a part-time living off TikTok, I, and now I, I can't. I understand, but I'm just saying there, there could be some, some more things that we don't know, national security stuff, you know? Like, because remember, since the beginning of time, you know, you have countries that's always warring, right? Uh, who's going to be more powerful than who? So why wouldn't... I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it, it, it's a possibility. It so, happens every day. So my neighbor who's singing Sweet Home Alabama on TikTok, China cares. Well, it's not, I it's, don't go for well, that at all. I don't believe that conspiracy just, one more, bit. It's more than just that, obviously. You know, it's not just, oh, like, like they're singing and they're dancing. They're okay, acting but what cool. would, Okay, then what would they take? Well, let, you know, let's get into this. Yeah, I what mean, would they take? I mean, no, it's, it's, just, it's just the government doing you know, studies on, on us, right? Knowing what we want, what we, what we like, and also tracking us and all that good stuff. I mean, we're doing that now already to, our, to ourselves, but there's a lot more than that. We're gonna have to go in depth. Obviously, all the information isn't out. If someone is trying to uh, impose war on you, right? Or even kill you, you think they're gonna come and tell you everything they're gonna do to you before they do it? I don't think they would use a kid's uh, app to do okay. that. That's just my it's, opinion. It's all about, <laughs> but, but it's all about money and power is what I'm saying. It's power is the main thing, right? The more information you have on someone or something, the more power you have over them, correct? So that's why our national security is saying it could be a threat based on that part. I, I, it's not I, the singing I believe, and dancing. You know what it is? It's all politics. That's course, all it is. Of course it is. Because they don't is. want us to get the information. That's all it is. I, I believe it won't happen. Yeah. What I kind of information is there in someone <laughs> making up stuff? to no. entertain you with though. Yes. No, it's just it's not just that. No, it's not yeah. just that. It's the tracking that they're doing and learning. It's not just, oh well look at the oh, I, No, I'm on stuff. the same page yeah. as you. Yeah. I, I but I just, a lot is. of the mainstream news 
platforms and other social media platforms are censored to such a degree that certain information is not available there that is available on something TikTok. like TikTok, which I appreciate. Yeah. Like, honestly, a lot of times when I'm searching for news, I will look on TikTok for the real thing. I get everything from TikTok. I swear, mm-hmm. because I think the mainstream news and some other social media platforms are so censored in certain areas that you're not going to find certain things. There's a lot of things that were labeled conspiracy theory and censored on mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, Twitter that now have come into being like, you know, when right. people were first talking about vaccine passport, that was labeled as conspiracy. It's conspiracy. Yeah. Yes. And it was, and people <laughs> it was were true. censored. Yeah. So I, you know, and I just feel like, you know, you have to be fair. Okay. If we're censoring TikTok or cutting out TikTok, let's be honest about what's, what's happening on the other platform. But, but you have to understand if, if a company starts making billions of dollars, now you're scrutinized and that's where TikTok is as well. And the fact that they're not here, they're in China. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but you know, actually they're, they're incorporated in the Cayman Islands, which is interesting. But um, but at first they were saying TikTok was claiming that uh, no the, the 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 Communist Party which is the government there does not have any part of it or they they don't give the information to them. But now there's another company opening up that's going to manage that that company that it is called it is uh, I'll say Byte Dance is the name of the company that owns TikTok right. But now since uh, May they they open up another company which is a Chinese version that's going to be managing Byte Dance. But and that other company is owned by the Chinese government, the, the communist uh, the government. Yes, it's owned by them now. And then they've admit they finally admitted to it. Okay. Everyone's asking so I can't questions. use a Chinese app, but I could buy yeah. Chinese products throughout my whole country. Well, so I, make that make sense to yeah, me, because that don't make sense to me at all. Well, that is that's freedom of speech they're taking away from us. I yeah. don't agree with it, and I call bullshit. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, well, that's, I'm going to call it right you, out. You can call it whatever you want, but what I'm saying and, is... And, they, and they what it is, ban- is they're brainwashing people. Because yeah, I've seen people on my TikTok, I mean my Facebook today, don't send me any yeah. TikToks. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm scared of TikTok. Yeah. I promise you TikTok ain't doing nothing to you. It's bullshit. Right, right. Well, it Bullshit is, it is, is what it is. brainwashing, but propaganda in government but, is And I still see people too. wearing their mask all yeah. over the place. The yeah. brainwashing is horrible. Absolutely. People are scared to death of something the government told us three years ago i i mean it, it, the brainwashing in this country yeah. is out of control yeah. out so of what control. i've got but pulled if, up here go ahead if the ban is, goes through though they're not there's not going to be no more tiktok in america is what i'm saying yes. so build what your instagram audience just in case yeah you better start, <laughs> that's what that's the point but build honestly, your ig regardless right. i think i don't I honestly i don't know why you guys i don't get that ig i think it's kind of dumb I, I i don't get it instagram at all so what I've it's got pulled up here, Danny, is the reason that people are concerned about TikTok is not because of the, the video content or anything like that. It's exactly. primarily because of the data it collects. Exactly. And, but, and most apps will collect data from you. So uh, it's primarily uh, them tracking what makes people happy and what makes people upset. Uh, biometric data. And mm-hmm. what is the other thing here? Uh, 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 keystrokes. So like, uh, but that's primarily used for like spam prevention purposes. Right, and that kind right, of thing. right. It's yeah. But it's it's still data that they have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Know? Exactly. So that's that's why the government's for manipulation. About it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing to do with the video content. Yes. I, I don't yes, care. It's I don't not the video. It. Yes. It's the back. Listen, end. and this is coming from a full-blooded Republican. <laughs> I don't believe it. Right. I think it's just all propaganda. Well, what, what, well <laughs> work on your other following and your other social media platforms. I don't uh, like Facebook. Facebook's a joke. Be gone. <laughs> I just post on Facebook because I have friends TikTok, on there. TikTok, TikTok will be gone. YouTube possibly. Shorts is kind of popping off right now. That's what I recommend. <laughs> and, and, and Twitter? Which one did you say is popping off? YouTube Shorts. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. that is popular. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. We Dude, got off sorry track. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, say, That's my they, fault. They say Instagram's for marketing and Facebook's for friends and family. So yeah. there's there's a yeah. purpose for everything, I guess. It's I moved into that. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. I like the videos. I don't really have time for Instagram. So. Well, oh, Instagram has become a video platform. Yeah, now. but that it's kind of generic. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like I, it. I, 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 TikTok, well, so Dan is very big on TikTok. That's why he's got over 100,000 followers. So he's like, you know, very uh, excited about it well, every day. I tell <laughs> it's you, I was, I was a news producer straight out of college, and <laughs> I miss the Walter Cronkite days, honestly. Like, give me some dry, non-biased, give me your BS. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's right. none of that. Everything's no. so biased. That's, Everything that's is so biased. Yeah, me too. We used, to have, we used to have values on what we would and would not report. You would never see a suicide reported mm. because they know that it, there would be copycats. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember a story mm-hmm. coming across the wire 20 years ago. Um, you know, a woman puts her baby in a microwave and turns it on. We would <sighs> never, ever air that. 
it's been aired in the last 10 years right. because oh, yes. that's how much things have changed. Well, people it's, love the gore. And yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's why they watch your show. Right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't, I get, so, yeah, I got, that's, that's true. Call a spade is I was telling him, I, I got 25,000 new followers in the last 10 days. <laughs> I mean, it's insane how many followers I got. Everybody likes murder mystery. That's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, it, it's insane. So I am going to miss TikTok if it goes. And I'll tell you this. I will register as an independent if that happens. I will leave the Republican Party. I will. Because it's because they now became the Democrats. If they ban TikTok, they have now became the Democrats. Now I don't trust either party. Mm -hmm. That's just my thought. Mm -hmm. I mean it. And I, I know you're a full-blooded, you believe all these conspiracies. No. I, I don't well, believe TikTok's Well, conspiracy. I believe it, Danny, because I've been through it. And my family has been through it. And it, it, it has happened in every single generation. So you have to believe in it. You know, I don't like the way the country's it, going, but I don't think it's TikTok. That that's that's just one thing, Danny. It's not. It's it's a lot of other things. So All what right. I'm saying is, there's always warning signs, and you just have to watch watch for it. You know. But the you thing is, I feel like there's just as much of a threat coming internally as there is externally. Of course, of course there is. But I feel like most people aren't aware of what's happening even within the government and within the United yeah. States, like just no, they're starting know, the, to the people itself. Yeah. They're, Do you no. think we have freedom of speech right now? People are starting to realize things. And that's why we have this conflict and this divide among our people even. Right. It, it's, it's done on purpose. See, now the last time we talked politics, I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> why did we bring this up again? I don't know. Laura was away when we talked about it. Yeah. I thought because they weren't going to let me in here anymore. No. All right. So let's go back. All right. All right. All right. Let's all right. Sidetracked. No more politics. Yeah. No more politics for now. For okay. now. Yes. <laughs> Did um, we get through the Moscow thing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're, yeah. Good. We're, we're good. But listen, uh, I want to bring up, you know, I want to talk about how you got into acting, how this all went on. I feel like I'm, I'm a nobody here. I was just a cop. We got a reality star in Dr. G oh, over yes, here. Yes. We got an actress, medium, celebrity of the stars there, or celebrity medium of the yeah, stars. We're all nobody. Laura Powers. I'm a nobody. Oh, whatever, I did, Danny. I filmed a little With reality show. Hopefully it gets picked up. But other than that, I'm nobody. Yep. But how'd you get into acting? He loves fishing for compliments, too. <laughs> I was one of those kids that did drama in high school. And okay. then my parents had me on a really hard college path. So, you know, I did the whole, I guess I got to grow up kind of thing and um, forgot how much I wanted to, like, Bruce Willis's job. Like, okay. I grew up on action movies. My dad was always watching war films. Uh, I grew up with um, The Fall Guy and Wonder Woman and, you know, the, oh. what's the greatest American hero. You know, okay. like, I loved that I remember stuff. that show. <laughs> I oh my God! What's the song? The song on air, blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I remember. Oh, that. And now, and now he I had know. like blonde hair, curly yeah, blonde hair. I and now I know people that actually worked on that show. Oh my God! Like one wow. of my mentors here locally is was on that show. He was a stuntman on that show. So amazing. So how did you? So you decide I'm going to go into acting, right? Yeah, I, I hate to say midlife crisis, but it was definitely a midlife change. Um, You're I, not midlife. What are you? Thirty? Yeah, right. My thirty-five. Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to say thirty-five. Um, yeah. my, agent, my agents <laughs> told me to stop saying my age. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't care. And I I'm put 30. out there, I have been passed over for Sorry, two Jay. jobs. Okay. I've been passed over for two major feature films where the director said I look too young, but uh -huh. it's actually my age range. <laughs> I, I've had really? the same thing. So uh. I just had a, a, a modeling thing. Um, and it was interesting. He kept asking my age and I tend to cast younger than I am. So I just didn't say my, I just refused to say it. And then he just guessed 28. And I'm 44 for reference. <laughs> I get you. I was okay. just like, and you got it right. I'm saying, yeah, I did, I, and I'm just saying, like, I, but it's really annoying because it's like you see what I look like. That's all that should matter is what your assessment is. Mm -hmm. The actual number shouldn't yeah, really I matter. Agree. Well, this was the thing on, right. the, on the first one. I called BS because they said they were worried about the Me Too movement. They were worried that the person I was playing the wife of, he was like 67 or something, and they thought that I looked too young that it was going to cause waves. Mm. That makes the sense. woman that was cast, in my opinion, did not look any older than me. Mm. And that, that really pissed me off. Oh, I see. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, and then also Hispanics hold their age really well, as you know, do Asians and a lot of other people. Um, Italians. Yeah. <laughs> brown people. <laughs> yeah, we're like 60. Exactly. <laughs> I nice. almost am 60. Yeah. Literally. So, so it's, it's frustrating because, you know, you grow up with the whole, you know, if you don't look young enough, you're not going to get booked. But like. I didn't look old enough for multiple. Films. I have more of that. <laughs> I have more of that issue where, yeah, if I submit for my age, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, and that yeah, so it's really annoying. Either way, yeah, so it's like your castable age. So mm -hmm. your your age is almost irrelevant in the acting and stunt world if you can 
you know, play what they're looking for, mm-hmm. what they think it is. So, so literally you're fitting someone else's stereotype. Absolutely. Because I, I also think I've lost, you know, Hispanic jobs because I, everyone thinks I'm Italian. Oh. <laughs> but so, mm-hmm. so change, so change. I, I told you when I saw you, I thought you were Italian since yeah. I walked in the door today. I know people are like, gotta be so. I'm like, not no, so much. No, yeah. <laughs> Spanish. But, um, so you asked how I got into it. Um, yeah. I had done the corporate life. I was a convention services manager at ARIA, um, Left that to work from home. I had a toddler at the time. My boy's 12 now and has done a little bit of acting and stunts himself. And um, I was just like, holy crap. I forgot how much I loved this. And I just went full bore from there. I did mm. background on that Jason last Jason Bourne film that was shot here in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, cool. how do I get into this? Someone I worked with happened to know about you know Julie Goldman and Associates. Like, So everybody goes to her for background stuff. So you get more and more background and experience on set. And then Arnold Chan and James Liu came to town and did a fighting for film workshop uh, probably four or five years ago, something like that. And I went to that and I was like, oh, oh my God, this is what I need to do with my life. And so I you know, found a stunt school in L.A. and just start, you know, post-divorce 50-50, half the month I was in L.A., half the month I was here, and just training my tail off, just training my tail off. But the thing about acting is in order to make it in acting, you really need an agent. Mm-hmm. You can only get so far without an agent because those relationships with casting directors and directors and all that fun stuff, you exactly. really need those connections. In stunts, it's a lot of self-promotion. Pre-COVID, you would break onto set, literally, mm-hmm. and find the coordinator and give them your resume and headshots. Mm-hmm. So you literally snuck onto set, would, ha- would get like five minutes of time with them, and then bail. So it, everything changed with COVID, but I mean, so I had my in before that happened. So yeah. in less... In, a year, in a year or less, my stunt career took off. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Is it, hard on, is it hard on your body? It can be if you're not prepared and training all the time. So I, I'm working out four plus days a week or mm. doing something active. I'm not, if I'm not in the gym training, my off day is like rock climbing at Red Rock Climbing Gym yeah. or on a hike or something like that or doing sprints with my kid. Oh, wow. So my off days are still active days yeah. because um, strength and conditioning is what's going to save you from those injuries. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Danny, you ever thought about stunts? No. <laughs> you don't have to remember lines. That's true. True yeah. that. Yeah. I could never remember yeah. a line. I'm telling you, never. Yeah. And, but you have a, but you have a shooting background, right? So like you could be like ninja number five running around tactical and go. like get booked on. Oh, spot. that's true. So and maybe, I don't have many, many lines. Right. So <laughs> if you're so if you're former military, <laughs> former police, then you can go into those roles as a stunt performer with no lines and because you have tactical mm-hmm. training and you know how to move. There you go. There you go. That'll porn. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't do that. <laughs> You, can't, you, can't do, you want to try porn? No, I can't. It was like a hundred bucks a you know a pop. <laughs> so, yeah. John, John T, like moving on. Doctor G always brings it to sex. It always goes back to sex. That's why we We're call him Doctor G. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Remember Doctor Ruth? Yes, yeah. yes. So that's how we used to, we nicknamed her Doctor. So like like Doctor G spot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. so pretty much. But okay. I'm Jean T, so it's, oh, yeah, it okay. says G. Yes, it's twofold. Yes, yes. absolutely. A lot of meanings. <laughs> so you started this. You started in the business just on stunts. No, I started in the business acting. So I did the background thing and then started networking like nobody's business and literally landed my first movie role as a lead. Wow. Someone someone I met here in town, here in Vegas. um, So I was, you know, working on a trailer for someone. Someone was creating a film, like someone was creating a trailer for their film to do crowdfunding. Okay. And I met all these people. I'm a really good networker and because I'm just, I'm just me. And I talked to people and ask about them. Okay. So this writer director who was getting ready to film a movie spoke with me. Two weeks later, I hear from him and he goes, my lead actress uh, can't make it across the border from Canada because that was when Trump was in office. So mm-hmm. she, her, her, his two leads were both out of Canada. Okay. And we're talking, we're a week out from them filming. Okay. Wow. So all these other actors have been, you know, rehearsing, doing lines for three months. And he said, I want you to come read for my lead. Oh my gosh. I had no acting training since high school at this point in time. <laughs> oh my God. I acting wow. classes and it was a majority of the dialogue. Like I think the first seven pages were uncut dialogue. He didn't, he wanted it fully on me talking to someone off cam, but didn't want do to they have like talking they to. They do have them things you can read, right? <laughs> no. no, no. They don't. Like teleprompter? No. Yeah. No. That's you got to just TV. memorize like a, a page of <laughs> never. Right. Yeah. My so, acting days are over. It's over. But one thing, but one thing about acting though, they, they film out of sequence. Mm-hmm. So he was able to start us on like page 17 and yeah. shoot scenes where I only had to remember like five lines or yeah. remember my lines right before my shoot. You know, I was able to make it work. So I had more time to learn the rest of that uncut. Dialogue, See, absolutely. So. 
Yeah, yeah, so that is literally my Hollywood Walk of Shame movie that I almost hope never gets made. <laughs> what is it called again? It's called The Second Coming. The Second Coming. Uh -huh. okay. Sounds like a horror movie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm looking it up tonight. It is, well, it's not made yet. It's still in post-production. Oh, okay. It has okay. been released. All right. Um, Basically, I get possessed by the spirit of Mary Magdalene and go on a killing spree with Jesus. Oh, interesting. So you're the murderer. <laughs> Love those. You're like the Michael Myers of this so, movie. So what you don't know is the last four years, I finally, because of stunts, I grew out my hair. I had an undercut like you, but okay. down to here, like my top hair was down to here. I my know. hair was made fun out of on TikTok this week, too. I had an undercut. I don't know. Somebody made fun out of my hair. Oh. <laughs> Nothing to make fun of. So I, I had an undercut for four years, so everyone was casting me as a cannibal or some kind of killer or a detective. Uh -huh. Those are the three things I was constantly cast as when I started acting. And like I said, type, then... So it's typecasting a little? A little typecasting. Yeah. Well, I'm that person that when I'm in a store, people ask if I work there. Okay. Or people ask if I'm military or a cop. Oh. Because of however I care, care I, I, I would see that. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. yes, I could see that just looking at you. Yes, I could see that. Mm, yeah. Last yes. time I was at Kohl's, a woman said, do you work here? And I said, no. She said, are you sure? <laughs> No, I'm just counting yeah. it. That's enough to help you. I, I don't know. really don't want to help you. That's I was hilarious. Like, That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so no. So I started in acting and then got into stunts. And while I was in stunts, went to, started acting school and taking acting classes because a lot of people don't see acting as a business. Mm -hmm. And my favorite quote um, from a talent manager in LA is, "You don't just say one day I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a surgeon and go walk into a hospital and like start right. cutting people up. It just doesn't happen." There's people that's done that, though. I believe. <laughs> They're probably on your show. No, just <laughs> we'll so, get them here. But that's the thing. Acting is a legitimate business, and people who don't learn the business fail, or mm. people who can't handle the business are right. the ones that fail. A lot of people you know, move to L.A. or yeah. Atlanta or New York, and if they never learn the business and they're just floundering, then that's why they don't make it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about it's right. Like, it's like you have to have the professional tools and handle it professionally. A lot of people, they they don't want to invest. They don't want to get their headshots or they don't want to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you need certain things Absolutely. in order to be successful. I mean, you need an audition coach. You yes. need a, you know, a coach for feature film, for commercials. They're all different. They're mm -hmm. all their own slice. Right. And, and even self-taping now, because again, because of COVID, before you go to in-person auditions, you usually do a self-tape at home. Right. before they decide if they want to bring you in. So there's so many different coachings that you need, and a lot of people think they're like, oh, I know how to act, mm -hmm. and uh, they don't. No. <laughs> and you better get used to rejection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I Danny, don't like rejection. Danny, you wouldn't yeah, you I, wouldn't I do have a problem it. with that. I do. No, yeah, you wouldn't make it in the I movie know. business, I don't I know. think. But that's you know? the thing. It's a, mind, it's a mindset. I mean, See, I think I'm so, so great when somebody rejects me. I'm like, You're so sensitive. I am. You're such a sensitive guy. I really yeah. am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you really have to You're train yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Dan will leave the audition crying. I would be like, I hate them people. No, really? I'd smash things on the way out, like kick something. Yeah, no, you wouldn't make it. Actually, I, I know an out-of-work former child actor that does stuff like that in yeah. auditions and can't figure out why he doesn't get booked. So. Mm, so. I would say your odds are not good when you go, right? So you got to realize that, right? No, you, well, I, I wouldn't I think say that it depends, at all. I think it depends on the market, too. Like right. L.A., New York, forget about it. And you're talking about thousands of people vying for the same, you know. Right. But you know. it's having your Part. package. It's having yeah. your stuff together. Right. And how much you have trained to bring your essence to their character. Because yeah. a lot of times they think they know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And they don't. And they don't. Right. Your job is to walk in that room and convince them that it's you. Mm. And so many people get in their head yes. and they're like, oh, do they like me? Uh -huh. And it's like, no, you're going to like me because I am what you need. So it's mindset. Confidence. It is 100% yes. mindset. You know what, though? I'm, I might succeed mm -hmm. because I have confidence. Mm. <laughs> I think we just talked about you not having that much I confidence. Do, I, I do have confidence. I just don't like rejection because well, my confidence is so high but it, it, you can't think of it like rejection though you yeah. might just be not be the best person for that part Absolutely. right like maybe someone out mm -hmm. did it or they look sure. better for it. or there's the other part of rejection oh my god that last person looked like my ex i'm there's no way i can't uh -huh. look at them for three months you oh know yeah I mean? like, human you, there's that yeah, stuff too. yeah i guess so it might have nothing to do with you yes. but getting in the room that's a huge win. A lot of people beat themselves up for not getting the callback or I got a callback and then I didn't get it. No, 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 no. You got okay, FaceTime callback. with those people. Yes. You need to celebrate that you got FaceTime with those people. That's a big deal because you might not have been right for that part, mm -hmm. but there might be something else. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep that spirit and that mindset up 
or else you are failing yourself. Yeah. I think it's also a numbers game in terms of like the bigger picture. So I recently um, got chosen for something and I can't say what yet because of my contract that was a um, hundred thousand people. So I made out of a hundred thousand people I was chosen really wow. obviously incredible. But the thing is, it's like also putting yourself out there over and over again. So mm -hmm. I started pitching myself to like one, one a day, either one audition, whether it's like something for TV or acting, something, modeling, whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you get rejected like one out of 365 times, it's not as big of a deal as if you only do one, mm -hmm. right? So you just keep putting yourself game. out there. Yeah, it's a numbers yeah. game. It is a numbers game, but you have to have the best resume, same as any job. You have to be right for that role. If you're auditioning for a doctor role and you have no headshots, no character shots, no no 30 second clip that show mm -hmm. that you can perform like a doctor, why would they book you? Why would they bring you in the room? Right. If you can't prove ahead of time that you're right for that role, then you've already killed yourself. Yeah. Right? And I think so much of this mindset, because I honestly have gotten a lot of stuff where I didn't even have that much. <laughs> So I think right. the most important thing is to submit yourself and then make your package the best that it can be. Exactly. Laura just uses her powers. <laughs> That's how she gets these like, roles. You're going to book me. Yeah. You're going yeah, to book me. She is. I do use my intuition yeah. on what to pitch for. So in a way I do. So she's cheating a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't not submit for a detective role. Okay. I, I would probably not submit for a victim role unless I was like, or that's really good exposure. So right now I'm I'm still a little bit in the genre of I want to still be able to pick and choose. Like I have no nudity listed on my thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know what my boundaries are. Right. But I also don't enjoy getting booked as a victim. Like I can tell you right now, there's only one movie out there where it, it looks like I get killed. Okay. That's good. <laughs> okay. I, I think there's only one movie out there where I legitimately do. You can tell I died. But other than that, I'm not the one running away screaming. Yeah. Okay. Right. Good. Like, because again, I'm a killer or the detective or, or yeah. EMS. Yeah. You know, I've played firefighter and, you know, I've been the cop arresting the lead chick on The Rookie. Right. You know, so I've done a lot of network stuff. So oh. um, I. Are you I, on The Rookie? Oh, yeah. I watched some of that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It's, a, it's an older guy that becomes a rookie. Is that right? Yeah, it's like yes. a 40-year-old man who decides to become an officer. Yeah, I saw, officer. I saw that. Yeah. So I actually got a bunch of calls and DMs when I arrest. Well, I put the main character under arrest. Somebody's going through her car, and they find paraphernalia, and I arrest her. And I'm like, oh, my God, I saw you on the rookie. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> but, We saw you. Yeah. I'm so, going to look that up tonight. Too. Yeah, I think it aired on January 1 or 3 this awesome. year. Yeah. It sure looked good. I don't know why I didn't get into it, but it looks good. I should really go watch it. Because mm -hmm. a guy 40 years old getting into police work, right? I that's think, tough. I think there's a lot, of, a lot of that change of life going on with 30 and 40-year-olds. I like, agree. Yeah, and so I think that's what makes it relatable to a lot of people, that you mm -hmm. can change gears midlife. And it doesn't have to be a crisis, just midlife change. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. When I left police work, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, so that's why I became a salesman, which I succeeded at. You know, I, I, I came to Vegas and I succeeded, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I left sales, and now I'm just doing this. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, and, and mine's backwards. I'm finding my career later in life. I've probably had you know upwards of 50 jobs that I figured out I didn't want to do for the rest of my life. Right. And the only job I've ever been fired from is babysitting, I'll be honest. Right. I never changed a diaper until I had my son. Oh. But So I figured out all these jobs I didn't want to do. I yeah. liked, but there was no growth. There was no earning potential. Yeah. But then when I got into film and acting, I was like, no two days on set are ever the same. Mm -hmm. okay. This is never going to get boring. Mm -hmm. uh, I do stunts. I do acting. And my long-term goal is directing. I'm writing my first feature film right now. Nice. There are so many avenues in film. You, know, yeah. you can do so much. That's amazing. That's great. I mean, in life, you know, you have a lot of, uh, uh, your journey is long. Yeah. So you have to try a lot of different things, I think. I, I agree with you. And, and uh, there's a lot of people I see on my Facebook. We're going back to social media. But uh -huh. I just see them like... They freaking complain every day, especially people my age in their 50s. They uh -huh. complain. I'm thinking, get off your ass and do something. Right. They complain where they live. They complain where they work. <laughs> move. You're not a tree. That's what I always tell people. You're not a tree. Get up and freaking move. And well, I believe. But they're probably. But they're complaining. <laughs> they're complaining so that they can get attention, possibly, right? right? Or an input or help or whatever. Yeah, I, I right. agree. I, everybody's heard of FOMO, but I think there's an FOT, fear of trying. Just yeah. fear of freaking trying. Well, because yes. I, I can tell you, I've, there have been a lot of people in my own family, even in my own circle, that have been like, I live vicariously through you. I don't know how you do it. I had to have so much anxiety doing what yeah. you do because it is literally taking a leap of faith to go from, you know, having that stability of, you know, the, you know, the family, the home, blah, 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 to be like, 
I'm going to be an actor and I don't know where my next paycheck's coming. And right. you have to figure all that out and put steps into place and, yeah. you know, be good at budgeting and juggling and, and asking for help when you really well, don't everyone, always have help. I think everyone is different in their lives. You know, not everyone can do the same thing or at the same place, you know. So, I I mean, we, nah, okay, we're going to get too deep. Well, some it's of that okay. message, well, some <laughs> of that message you receive when you're a kid, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Let's say Vegas is very unique. I mean, there are so many jobs you would have never fathomed. I think you can float on a bubble on Mandalay Bay Pool and make $50 an hour. Right. When you live in, in some of these smaller cities, it's doctor, lawyer, secretary. That's yes. what we grew up. I'm, yeah. I'm Gen X. Like, mm. that. that's what we grew I'm up Gen with. I'm Gen X, too, yeah. Yeah, Gen yeah. X. Like, so, you know, you're always told, like, you know, these, are the, these are the job stability ones. These are the ones that are going to make the most money. But then we realize as we grow up, no, you really don't have job stability. Right. Or, <laughs> or you know, paying off all that college debt, you're not going to have money for a long, long time, whatever the situation is. So... You know, you are told for a majority of your life that you need to do this or else you're not going to make it. That's a flittering exactly. thing because they don't understand. They yeah. don't understand gig life and they don't understand a, making a career out of a creative aspect like right. singing or acting. Because right. they weren't taught that. Right. We were taught to go to school, get a job. Right. Right. We heard that from our parents. Get a good job. Go to school. Get a good job. Go to school. I mean, that was yeah. brainwashed. It's all us. about be yes. safe. Right. Yes. But then look at all the unhappy people in this world. Mm-hmm. Tons. The angry people in this that world. That go to work every Monday and cry. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I mean, like, I, yep. uh, yeah, a lot of the times I don't know what day it is legitimately because I might be running to LA on the drop of a hat or running mm-hmm. back here or have my kid or whatever. And I'm just like, uh, mm, uh, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter what day it is. I don't have Mondays. I don't have Fridays. My Friday could be on a Wednesday night. Yeah. I don't, you know, and I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. I came from Pennsylvania and people did not like being around the three of you. You're go-getters. Dave's a go-getter. You know, you want to be around like-minded people yeah. in Pennsylvania. Like-minded people is, uh, I'm going to sit in my house, complain that I live here and there's nothing to do in this town. Uh-huh. Honest to God. Mm-hmm. So move. But it's since I moved to Vegas, People out in the West Coast are different. They're go-getters. I mean, everybody yeah. here. In Vegas, everybody has to hustle, right? If you don't hustle in Vegas, you ain't making it here. Yeah, that's true. You're not. Or, uh, so or any big city. What I'm saying is I'm glad I'm around the three of you because you're go-getters. You're oh, teaching me. I got to have, I got to have, I got to be able to take rejection. And uh, I can't. I'm not a go-getter. I don't do much. <laughs> yes, you I don't. sit at home. No, I, it's not I, I know it's scratch my right booty. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's it's so much that it's about This girl's like, she's somewhere every day. Well, she's a go-getter. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. She's a go-getter. That's what happens when you're young. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, Dan, we're just getting old. That's why. I, I am oh, older. You're not even that much different. <laughs> I'm an <laughs> elder. You're youngins. <laughs> I, you know I'm what? I'm really curious what you're eating. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to assume since you said you're a little older and we're all around, you know, me and I don't, you're not 50 yet, are you? 60. No, Shut up. Uh, straight face. All right. Listen, we're all in that same age and we Gen all kind of, yes, and we all kind of take care of ourselves. When I grew up, my parents at 30 looked old. Am I right? Yeah. Our um, parents looked old. They oh, didn't, not mine. They, they, oh, really? My parents looked old. They yeah. dressed old by the time they were 30. At least we don't dress old. You know what I mean? We try right. to stay in with it, right? right? That's what I see. I see older people being different than they were in the 70s and 80s. Just True. Like, well, we thought all of our teachers were 40 and they were probably 23. Too. Yes. Yeah. yes. Was old That's us. what I'm getting at. <laughs> yes. I agree with you totally. I also think that when you are doing something that you love, it keeps you younger. Yeah. Yes. You know, 100%. because if you're stressed out and a job yes. you hate or a profession you hate, boy, that's a recipe for aging yourself mm. fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pro- proof is in the pictures. I took headshots for the first time while I was going through my divorce. And then I took headshots a year later post-divorce. Mm. I looked older when I was going through my divorce. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It looks stress. horrible. Stress <laughs> is a killer. Yeah. Divorce really, is really one of the is. hardest things to go through. I went through a divorce. It was, it was the hardest thing I went through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. really was. It's so hard. I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah. It was yeah. horrible. And the kids. The kids yeah, since I had kids. My, my kids were younger when I went through my divorce. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. But horrible. with all the divorce now, you guys aren't really used to it? I mean, it has, now you kind of are. It has gotten yeah. easier. I mean, we're talking about what, fi- over 55%? I know. It's probably more. Divorce? I know. It's, t- it's yeah. horrible. More than half. There's a lot of people that should get divorced and just don't. <laughs> That's true. People right. stay no, together. Right. I agree with you. Sometimes it's better not to stay together. It's Yeah. Yep. yep. It, it probably is. Know, Sometimes just... people stay together for the kids. You know, right. and I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. Because that broke it, my heart. It, but I don't it agree broke... with it. Oh, yeah. When I it broke, broke my heart. So hard. Telling my kids I was going through a divorce, honestly, it broke me. I'm mm-hmm. sure it did to you, too. Oh, yeah. It broke me. It was the hardest thing I ever do in my life was tell my kids I was getting divorced. Hardest. Mm-hmm. It, was, yeah. it was. I still get pain from it right now. I can feel it. That's so. because we're brainwashed to think that we should be married forever, right? Yes. When you get married. 
Yes, I agree yeah. with you. It's all what we were taught. Like we say, go to school, get a good job, mm-hmm. go to college. 2.5 kids. And listen, yeah. you're probably not, I don't know if you're going to agree with I think the biggest scam in the world is college. That's the biggest scam in the world. $100,000? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to pay that loan back? It's, it's, it's insane. for profit. Yeah, it's, it, it's the biggest scam that we have out Wait, there. Wait, but they don't have to pay it back now, right? Well, Supposedly. sooner or later. I mean, uh, they do. The, the no? Republican. Oh, okay. It's it's not a hundred percent forgiveness. No. Yes. Okay. No, it's yes. only okay. certain parameters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, mm. yeah. oh, or maybe only ten thousand dollars out of you know one hundred and seventy oh, okay. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you have to be in welfare too or something <laughs> to qualify for that program. So it's if you qualified for the Pell Grant while you're in school, then you get approved for uh, say, ten to twenty thousand dollars in. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, ten thousand dollars out of however much it is is probably not that much. The whole thing. It's total. The total. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically it's pulling off the interest. But if you if you did like community like uh, local university in the state that you you grew up in, then it's about your an undergrad's about thirty five thousand dollars. So mm. that's a significant. Still amount. a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, you don't have to go strip or something, you know, to put yourself to college <laughs> like like we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did that too, Jonty. <laughs> I know you did, Chase. <laughs> we were working together. That's why we got along. That's why we get along. <laughs> so let me ask you, and, and if you don't want to answer any of these questions, I totally, uh, you don't have to. Okay. Who was the most famous celebrity you worked with? <gasps> that happened this year. Yo, look, you that got excited. This, yes, that. okay. So um, I actually, okay, did you hear Tom about a Cruise. movie being filmed here called Sympathy for the Devil Mm-mm. with no. Nicolas Cage and Joel Kinnaman? Yes, friend of mine was in Mm-mm. that. I, I have a scene opposite the two of them. Okay. At a gas station. Oh, cool. And and I'm pretty Speak. much, a, supposedly, I mean, you know, anyone can end up on the cutting room floor. Right. So I don't go around. So you're actually the first person I've told publicly. Oh. I've only told like a couple people because it could, the scene could get cut. Him and everybody yeah. else. Right. So, so, yeah. so <laughs> Wait, I only have 115,000 followers now. Follow me, follow me, please. You're the only one, Danny. Me um, so I have a scene opposite them and, uh, right. you know, everyone's like, there's no way this is going to get cut. It's a major part of the film, blah, blah, blah. I'm like. Anybody could get caught at any time, cool. so I don't. Run it's around. Speaking it could be like the cool. the bat. What was it? Batwoman, Batgirl. That where they they basically were pretty much done with the whole movie and they scrapped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they scrapped the Latina yeah, like, Batwoman. Yeah. Never know. And then there was a different one too, where like several people from Game of Thrones, right? Dinklage, the blonde chick. Like there were several people that were all cut in this major film. Mm-hmm. Of course, it just came oh, out okay. over the summertime. I forget what movie it was, but like five major actors got cut, and Watika. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, nope, they weren't good enough. Star Wars? No. I'm not sure which one. It was a major blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. It's something they filmed this year. But so they could cut anybody, right? Yeah. So in my reality show, they could cut Komar, right? That'd be great. (laughs) If they could cut Komar out of it, I'll just be a star. Him or they can cut you. They won't cut me. Okay. (laughs) So let's go. Let's go back to Platoon. Remember the famous dude that played Sergeant, the dude that was known for being Sergeant. In Platoon? Yeah. Yes, I remember him. Okay, yeah. so he wasn't cast as that. It was the guy who became Machine Gunner. I did a stand- really? I caught his stand-up comedy act here in town. I Forgive me, I forget his name, but he's still pissed about it all these years later. <laughs> Are you talking about Tom Cruise? Uh, no. Uh, um, no. I think it is a Tom. But Okay, so... I'm Tom Benning. So, so Benninger there was a guy Tom. that was no, cast. So there was the a guy that was cast as the drill sergeant, and the guy that was coaching him was... Tell me his name. <laughs> Tom Benninger? Wasn't no, it? Yeah, the guy who I died, the old guy. Tom. It's oh, Tom so Benninger. No, Benninger or something? No, anyways. Okay, all right. But, but, anyways, anyways, but, but, like, <laughs> but there were contracts, full contracts. Yeah. They had been shooting. There were full contracts. There were rehearsals. They're on location. And literally, the director's like, Yeah. I want you instead. Mm-hmm. So you literally can get cut or replaced at any time. Yes. Contracts don't mean jack. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that, Th- that was they'll pay you, obviously, for, right. for that time. I'm oh, not a good name mm-hmm. dropper, so I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, so you were happy Superman to work with Nicolas Cage, is what you're saying. It was cool. It was actually really cool. Um, just It was kind of like being a fly on the wall because it was really weird how the PA set up our, our chairs because it was Nick Cage, Joel Kinnaman, and then they put me behind him. Oh. So I was like, Are you speaking? Like, is it a speaking role? I don't role? have a speaking role. I got, oh, I got you're just you know, screwed and just background role. Got it. Yep, I got That's background cool. role even though I'm, I literally engage yeah. with both of them. They say lines to me. And uh, I drive a vehicle, and uh, I'm at background rate. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Was he nice? Yeah, yeah he was cool. I, I, he seems nice. 
He does. No, uh, no issues whatsoever. And right. we were on a four-hour lightning hold, so it was during monsoon season. Okay. So literally, they had to turn off all of the power to our trailers because there was lightning within four miles. Okay. And so we're literally just sweating it out in our trailers with like <laughs> m- massive, massive rainstorms oh. and waiting to film and bugs. But because they had no time for reshoots, we literally were just you know yeah. were able to do it in the, in the amount of time. But. Um, Cool. Was that here in Vegas? That was here in Vegas. Okay. And but I gotta say one quirky thing. She said monsoon. Yeah. In Vegas, dude. That lasted we actually ten had, minutes. No, we we actually <laughs> had a legit like, monsoon season this year. Like two weeks. No, yeah. I got stuck with a flat tire because like the you know everything flooded and there was like stuff in the road and it hit my tire and yeah, it was crazy. Monsoon. So, so I do ha- I do have one interesting yeah. Nick Cage story. All right. Um he shook my hand different than other people. I asked yeah. other people that worked with him, other people that worked on that show. What did he do? <laughs> okay, stick out your hand. All right. Okay, don't close. Why now remember, this is how okay. Nick, Nicholas Cage shakes hands. This is uh-huh. how he shook my hand. All right. No, don't close. He like did this lesbian like, scissor thing. Oh my goodness, that's weird. <laughs> that is really weird. I have to ask that him like, worked with him. I saw, I asked, <laughs> so I asked other people, I'm like, well, oh my did, God. I was like, how did Nick Cage shake your hand? Yeah. Like, oh, like, like normal? normal. Like, Oh, he closed. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. But yeah, he just like went in like this. Was he, what, <laughs> like, was that, um, was he trying to scissor you? I don't know. Because honestly, if, if we were worried about germs and COVID and stuff, it would have been a fist bump or yeah, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. gone that far. But like, yeah, literally he just went like that. I was like, Okay. Maybe. He lives in Vegas, His right? His hand was clean. He has a house here. I don't yeah. know that he lives lives here, yeah, but yeah. Is. So that was a big thing. So I went to the Vu production, brew, Vu and Brews the other day, yeah. and um, uh, Jason Soto was saying like, yeah, forty percent of that film is shot in the car, uh. and they were like, oh, we want to do pickup shots here, here, and here. And he's like, no, I just had a kid. I got a house here. Mm-hmm. You're not flying me anywhere else. So it's, oh, yeah. that's his story. So, right. yeah. so they were able to film so much of it in studio because they have one of those huge video screen walls like they shoot the Mandalorian on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were able to do a lot of it indoors with controlled sound, controlled everything. So yeah. they just went out and shot a bunch of slate shots around town and projected that on the video screen oh. so they could be in the car for their close-ups with controlled sound and controlled oh, video. That's so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's right. He's a, He has a kid now with the Japanese gal she's very young really mm-hmm. so he's married to this gal here that live in las vegas i think a blonde or something they were okay. married for like two weeks so she still goes around introducing herself as his ex-wife oh does she her, fame, <laughs> claim, uh, her uh, claim to fame that's kind of funny well marky mark's coming here right yeah that, he's yeah he's already here he's got a son gorman yeah mm-hmm. he yeah. wants to put in uh, a studio here right Supposedly, I mean, I don't know why we don't have mega studios here already. We've yeah. got the land. Yeah, so, um, yeah. so this has been my thing since I started in acting and, you know, been background and all that stuff. I, I've always asked. I'm like, so why why isn't Vegas bigger? Why mm-hmm. isn't Vegas? And, and the only comments I really get back are, oh, it's a right to work state. People don't show up. It's a right to work state. People are unreliable. Like, you got people unreliable everywhere. Yes. We have yeah. some amazing yeah. talent here. Right. And then the other one is, oh, you don't have the big production houses. You don't have the big production yeah. houses. I'm like... It's starting to be though, yeah. you know. But the, we'll the, see. The thing with that is, it's going to bring more uh, more people here. It's a tax free state. Yeah, you know. So, but you'll have more competition, is what I'm saying in the whole you know movie game. If, but the I'm, more the more production, the more opportunities there are. So I just think it's like the more there is, the more there is, even mm-hmm. if there's also more competition. But that's the mm-hmm. thing. They're building these huge mega houses in Arizona, in New Mexico. You, we saw Atlanta blow up. So why not here? I still yeah. have. I still don't feel like anyone's answered that question. Right. But my big question for Marky Mark is: Okay, so you want to make uh, Vegas LA 2.0? What does that mean? What does that look like? to you because there are a lot of existing actors that are like what are you gonna do for me right Mm -hmm. Uh, because it is it is very hard getting into acting in vegas there are a lot of people want to take advantage of you and there's not enough sag after work there's not enough sag after work and that's why a lot of people who are are sag or even sag eligible are based here and then they'll but they'll run the line they'll run like go go to vegas they'll go to utah there's a lot filming in utah i know people that are on a lot of apple tv shows but i think a lot of jobs here don't hire sag Right? Yeah. Not really. What What is SAG? So SAG oh, after is a guild. It's right. a guild. It's not a true It's a screen actors guild. And any network show. So is that like your union? union? It's a yeah. union. It's, right. it's, it's not a true union. union, though, because unions get you jobs. This place does not no. get you jobs. Do you have to pay to yes. be in it? Your, yes. Is it expensive? There's a, yes. Your, your, the only thing that's expensive <laughs> is your entry. I, I didn't join it. No, I didn't no, no. join it because of that. They sent me a Well, this is the thing. If you're only playing within your state, it's like less than half the cost. It's not that much. But to be national, 
then yes, it's like three grand to get in, but then your dues, your quarterly dues are based on your income. Mm. So yes, your joining fee is expensive, but uh, yeah. the rest of it's based on what you actually make. So no, okay. it's not. But so um, most in things order... are non-union here. Yeah, right. So And so as a, for instance, CSI Vegas is not really filmed here. They'll film anything like Fremont Street or anything iconic where they need to do outdoor shots or whatever, and they might throw in one person that's like a day player with a one-liner or something. Right. But all of the principal casting is booked out of L.A. Okay. I, uh, I'm i part of the Las Vegas actors thing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I just joined it to see all the things, mm-hmm. and they needed a cop for a public service announcement. They wanted me to drive this fake police car. And I actually talked to the guy, and I was going to do it, okay. but I couldn't get out of work. Oh. I honestly got I couldn't. I okay. just couldn't. It was one of them. Yeah. I couldn't even like call off sick. There was something going on. I just couldn't get out. Okay. But I actually did get that part to do oh, a good. public service. Cool. Now. But I don't think it was any words. I think I was just driving a police car, like getting in it and driving the police car. You know, car. honestly, Dan, I didn't know you had a job. What do you mean? You don't think I work? <laughs> no. You think I just hang out all day? I wasn't Aren't sure. you like security at Colville Bay or something? Yes. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, I, I did my homework. Sorry. I did my homework. I know you post the stuff on Colville Bay, but I wasn't sure what it was. I thought you were just hanging out all the time. <laughs> no. The picture with the fish looks like he's just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, the fish picture. But I also was an extra on uh, Jerseylicious. Did you ever hear that show? Jersey Licious. No. Jersey Licious like was a show. No, it was a, a hairdressing thing. Okay, no, I was <laughs> I definitely would I not have guessed that. Say I'm like, something. it's a dessert show. No, listen, this is what happened. This is how I got on this show. Oh Jersey Licious is this like hairdressing place in New Jersey where they people come in, they cut your hair. It was like a uh, big reality show with okay. this, right? Oh. So my daughters used to watch the show. So me and my girlfriend, we were going to Atlantic City for the weekend. And my daughter says to me, Dad, they're filming Jersey Licious in Atlantic City this week. Mm. She goes, maybe you'll see them with the cameras. I said, where? And she says, the Taj Mahal. So I go over to Taj Mahal. I see this sign, Jersey Licious. I peek in this door like this. And they're like, hello, can we help you? I said, hey, are you filming here? They're like, yeah. And I said, where are you filming? She said, we're filming all over today. And I said, do you need any extras? She says, yeah, we do. Do you want to be an extra? I'm like, yeah. Oh, and I became great. an extra on the show. Nice. Honest to God, what just by walking in this. What did you get paid? Zero. Nothing. <laughs> what? You got uh, robbed. Yeah. Nothing. They yeah. fed me. Extras paid. I got fed. Yeah. That was it. You should, I oh, you get paid. I feel well, they gave me like a gift card to the casino or something like that. I, <laughs> and I was there like five hours. I swear to God. Yeah. But I, I was on the show, probably because it's like a half hour show, the reality show. I was probably on it 10 minutes though. Oh, like I was oh. on it a lot. Really? Like, there yes. There yes. Honest to God, I was on a lot because you're the only extra i guess that was willing to work for free. they had to move you around the room <laughs> but i was willing extra. to work for free right yeah, so right, like, right. let's use this guy airtime because anytime yeah. i get i hey i'll come on tv for free i promise i'll be on tv anytime for free <laughs> okay well see that is the trap that is yes. the trap for newer actors when they're yes. getting in the yeah. business you are promised your footage or you're promised whatever mm-hmm. you know or or you don't know about contracts and you don't know about pay and you're yeah. afraid to ask and you're like oh it's deferred pay so if we make money you make money you're like yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Bleep. So if, if that is legitimately your career choice and you want to make a living at it versus, oh, this is just something fun to do today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I want to be seen. That's the difference between trying to make it in a market like this where there isn't a lot of legitimate SAG work mm-hmm. um, because people are like, people have projects. And that's a great place to get your feet wet. But you can't grow from it. You can't really make the living because people will go what's called FICOR. So if you're SAG-AFTRA, and you want to be able to work union and non-union, there's an option called FICOR. And, you know, they make it really scary, like you're a scab, mm. blah, blah, blah. We don't have to bring you back into the union if you go FICOR. Because it gives people the ability to work on both union and non-union. And the only thing they take away from you is your right to vote. Mm-hmm. But you still got to pay your dues and everything else. Right. So people will go FICOR so they can do both. So I'm like, okay, well, I want the guaranteed pay. And I want to know that I'm going to get paid in two weeks. So that is my, so that's something other than residuals and all that other fun stuff. So that's something big about being SAG-AFTRA is that I know they have to pay me within two weeks or else yeah. they, the clock is ticking every day they're late. They have to pay me more, right. um, but also that I'm going to get paid and there's insurance on the thing. A lot of people will be like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go do a stunt yeah. thing on somebody's project. And you don't know if they have workers mm-hmm. comp insurance because mm-hmm. that's different than film insurance. So you don't know if you're even covered if you get hurt on that job. Um, or someone's just promising like, oh yeah, I'll Venmo you, I'll sell you a hundred bucks mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you might not get paid at all. They mm-hmm. might just be like, oh yeah, we're going to feed you and you'll have footage for your IMDb. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you can do that for a start, but why would I work seven jobs to make what I can make in one job as SAG-AFTRA? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get paid more too when you're SAG, right? hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even as a background actor. Yeah. So they can't, they have to feed you at a certain amount of time mm-hmm. into, into shooting or they're paying you, you know, they're paying you penalties 
for not feeding you on time. Right. I had a friend, let's go back to CSI Vegas. I have a friend who is non-union, but SAG eligible. She's non-union. And she said all the SAG people, background actors, got paid, on, got fed on time. Mm-hmm. The non-union background actors did not. Did not. Wow. Did not. And she got screwed on her pay. So on the sign out, they write, you know, what time you came in, what time lunch was, and what time you go out. And you sign it. Yeah. And she's like, that's not, those times aren't right. They're like, oh, I'll fix it later. Mm. And she trusted them. You see the treatment? I know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get treated very differently. Yeah. So, so from the beginning, when I decided to, acting was my career path, my choice, my whole thing was, I'm going SAG. I'm going to earn SAG. Yeah. I'm going to get SAG. Yeah. Um, but then they let in all the TikTok people, and it went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn TikTok. <laughs> now it's not prestigious anymore. TikTok's now we hate that. Tell us, tell us what happened with TikTok. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. So social media. There, there are social media people that are eligible for SAG after now. I should ask because I just yeah, did a, I, I just did mm-hmm. an online soap opera that's distributed through Facebook only, and it kind of blew my mind. I just did it, and uh, they like the last okay. video I was in got eight million views in eight days. There are <laughs> influencers. Like, yeah. That's probably the like the the biggest thing I've ever been on. You know, yeah. that's and it's like this social media show. It's like fascinating. Oh, yeah, cool. if you just go on the SAG website, there are influencer contracts now. You can become SAG after because the only way to become SAG after before was. You know, do so many background gigs and yeah. get a voucher. So if SAG people didn't show up and they could give you a voucher and SAG pay for that day, you collect mm-hmm. those vouchers and then you could go to SAG later and say, hey, I did all of these. I want to I want to be invited into the guild. Yeah. Or you have to actually have speaking roles on a SAG production. And that's how I got in. I actually was cast on a dead pilot. Okay. That's my favorite phrase is dead pilot. So uh, mm-hmm. I had speaking lines on a pilot that never made it to uh-huh. network. And uh-huh. that's how I became eligible oh, cool. for SAG. Cool. Well, listen, we got... Our producer over there is telling us we got three minutes left. Yeah, <laughs> but listen, He's I just want to ask you places to go. A couple questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the biggest one you were on? What's the biggest show you've been on that maybe we would all know? Well, the rookie's big. In fact, my buddy just texted me here and he said that he loves that show. The rookie, he did. He just texted me and told me that. That is probably my most recognizable as okay. far as people actually hitting me up like, oh, I saw you on the show and I've mm-hmm. been on that show a couple times. I also worked on Promised Land, Reno 911, which is Oh my gosh. So now I'm fighting to get my residuals from Reno mm-hmm. because the sh- when I was on Reno, it was season seven. It was on Quibi. Okay. And that is actually my funnest stunt story. Reno. Reno. So okay. it was it was a Walmart fight, for okay. lack of a better yeah. term. So we were in, in studio with the producers and everything. Not studio. Um, we were in an office. Literally with tape lines on the floor to kind of figure out this is what it's going to look like that day. Let's go through some action and try and rehearse it. You can't really rehearse an improv fight. Right. So that's there. It just doesn't happen. Improv fights don't happen. So the fact that this happened was great. And, you know, you don't want to look like a trained fighter because it's a store fight and those go viral. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had an idea of what was going on. I bashed a bag of tortilla chips over someone went all over the place. They loved it. It was a big mess. We left the room wrecked. <laughs> so on set that day. We were filming in Santa Clarita. They have the big giant cheese puff barrel thing. And one of the guys goes and bashes it on someone on take one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know how greasy these things are. Remember spray pan? Mm-hmm. Yes. The entire floor. We turned a Bambi on ice with cheese dust everywhere. Oh so on the very first take, we couldn't even stand. Like, I'm, there's a rascal scooter involved in this scene. And I'm trying to pull myself up and still hitting the floor. We could not stand to finish the scene. They had to have oh cut. Uh, all the PAs came out and were like trying to wipe the floor. We're covered in cheese dust. We're like, okay, we got more takes to do. This is literally oh, take one. What's... But it, like, the, yeah, the cheese puff explosion was just, uh, the floor was was. Yeah, Bam, Bambi on ice. We, yeah. Everybody just hit the floor. How many takes did it take for that, um, that well, shot? You know, what, was, what was really cool was they actually had GoPros up at the top of the aisles in addition to, but there's, because there's several different aisles in the main aisle and around the corner, they were just shooting mainly different angles. Mm-hmm. We didn't do the same thing over and over more than, well, that first take we only did twice. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, so, good. Um, but it changed, changed the dynamic of what we thought we wanted to do and what we we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they had some certain beats that they had already picked out too that we didn't know about until we got there on site. Like, uh-huh. I didn't know, like, one of the main characters was supposed to, like, knock me the F out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I found that out right yeah. before we did it. She's like, okay, now you're going <laughs> to shove her up in, the, you know, in front of the, the toilet paper. And then she comes up and she calls on you and you're like, and she just knocks you the F out. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah. let's do this. Let's do it. Because it was an improv fight. So yeah. to me, that was my funnest right. and, cool. and you know, cool. maybe second most recognizable. Fun. Yay. One, one last awesome. question. And then we're, we're going to call it a night. Uh, what about the, the movie they're filming here now? Or it's a TV show. And I kind of like it. I watched about five episodes. The Cleaning Lady. Have you been on that? <laughs> I've not been on The Cleaning Lady. The only, I believe. Are they filming that here though? Or they just, I thought it was they done. Are? I thought it was done. They finished, I think, in Second season. November. 
Yeah, like I think still... Obliterated was being filmed longer than that, but they were too, there was some overlap because okay. yeah. I would yeah they were. I think anyway. I saw a that ca- actually looks I think like I a good saw show. a background casting for that for the cleaning lady. It's actually something, pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't it's a good it. show. I liked it. Yeah. You know, it's something I I watch. But I just thought maybe you heard him. There was so <laughs> much filming here this year, like way more, like probably double from the year before. Yes. So many people were filming here. So, yeah. but well, no, I got to work on Obliterated. I was um, doing nondescript driving while they were doing stunts around us on the strip. So I do a lot of jobs where we're driving on the strip, strip. and Metro tries to do rolling lockdowns with us. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, listen, if you awesome. ever hear a, a role for an Italian guy that can't remember his lines, <laughs> that's me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, you know, you got John T, you got Laura, yeah. we got everybody. Got We're going to have to bring you back on the show because this was interesting. I really want to know this business. So yeah. definitely. There's definitely. always fun. There's yeah. so many dynamics. I appreciate you taking the time to bring me on. There, it, there's a lot of dynamics to it. Well, thank you for coming, Dr. G. Thank hey. you, Laura. Thank you, like always. And we will see you next week. Cool.